Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. and salutations. Hello, everybody. It's D'Angelo. It is not an episode of Bald and Bingeable. I am dropping you guys a little preview of an episode of GGTV that I recently recorded with the one and only Glitz Glam. So as uh, I had mentioned in the past, we did an, a special celebration of life and memorial for the one and only OG Dilf, Mr. Joe Whitaker from all the Dilf parties. So we lost Joe tragically this year and we wanted to go ahead and pay tribute to him by way of having a celebration, a tea dance, his happiness tea dance that we wanted to kind of do one more time and get together. So this special episode is myself and Glitz Glam, and then you'll hear from some of his friends that come in and have some stories. So just a little bit of a hard tug here, uh, but you guys will, we will be back on the lower level this week with your regularly scheduled trash talking tv that we have so you guys will look for that this friday with aggie but make sure that you guys do find ggtv anywhere that you guys can stream podcasts because it's a good show she has pangina heels chad michaels all kinds of local uh, celebrities and drag talent and performance artists from san diego on there uh, and also just some national and big names so guys do find ggtv everywhere she's a friend of the pod i love you glitz glam without further ado here is that special recording from april 2nd at the urban mose here in san diego california are celebrating joe whitaker <laughs> So, you want to chat all things Hillcrest? Find out what's the tea in D.C. Or who's up and coming in town? And what shows are hot and where? Entertainment, pop culture, and all things drag? Well, you've come to the right place. From the Church of Glam Studios, live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. This is GGTV. Hey, girl. Hey. Good afternoon and welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. We have a bunch of people here in the studio audience. Of course, our listeners are not going to know that, but... (laughs) I think they might be able to hear them just a little bit. So we have a live studio audience today here at Moe's, here at Urban Moe's here in San Diego. Yes. Yes, and it is the GGTV podcast here at the Church of Glam. And for those of you that are just tuning in or just joining us in the audience, so a little background on what the Church of Glam is. Uh, you know, I've always felt that as gay people, we are not necessarily welcome in organized religious spaces. And gay bars have been a church for us for many years. Absolutely. You know, I mean, because we like to worship things. Um, uh, maybe not necessarily. Uh, well, we worship the D's here. Okay. Are you D's. familiar with the five D's? I'm familiar with at least one D, but I've had five. But what are the? Oh, other you've. T- <laughs> how did you get five in, girl? Okay, you know what? Use the apps. <laughs> they do work. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Um, so we worship um, drag, divas, daddies, dick, and drinks. I love. I actually, all five of those I subscribe to, I have pledged to, and I am very 
affiliated with. Familiar with, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so this is fabulous. Thank you so much for having me today here on the pod. Um, I'm D'Angelo, and I'm from Bald and Bingeable, and so it's uh, it's been a nice like little guest spot here on the Glitz Glam GGTV situation. So this is fun. And today we're talking about Joe Whitaker. You know, um, personally, I've only know I only knew Joe through passing. We had done a few events here at Urban Mo's, and uh, I mean, obviously, a very sweet guy, mm-hmm. um, a beautiful man to look at as well. Absolutely, I think that's one of the things that people like first like latched onto was the, was the look, it was the face, it, it was, was the, the vibe, yeah, it was absolutely. the moment. And then, you know, he was everybody's good friend, everybody's best friend, everybody's connector. You know what I mean? That's what he did was he connected people. He connected um, a lot of different people and different men and different people who, you know, recognize themselves, you know, in, as being a gay man and that sort of a thing and found a place in the club world to put them all together. And to so, celebrate them. Absolutely. To celebrate the daddies. To absolutely celebrate the daddies. And those that love them. Yes. And so he was the OG DILF. You know what I mean? And so it's one of those kind of things. that. So um, we're right now, we are sitting here at Moe's Universe on, an, on a Sunday afternoon. And normally on the weekends where he would rule at least one part of the weekend we were a saturday night he would have a party somewhere he had like parties in 19 different cities wow okay and so and then different um i want to say like uh legs to his party so he had the dilf party he had the fucker party he had um the happiness tea dances so he had Escapade, which was like the boat cruise that they did over yes. on the water here for Pride. Yes. Um, and then there was also just other dan- other things that also like fell underneath those. Uh, the umbrella, the Joe umbrella. Fell underneath the Joe umbrella <laughs> that would, you know, depending on what your flavor was, you would have something to go to. So Something I, for everyone. Something for everybody. So what was great is that like in the past couple of years, we found ourselves um, working together a lot more in like the nightlife world, you know, and so... Um, in my real life, in my day job, I do like this corporate event stuff. And so, and in the past few years, Joe's parties were getting so big and he needed to bring in dancers and he needed to bring in costuming and more drag artists and that sort of thing. Cause he did love his drag queens. Yes. Yes. He loved his drag girls and, uh, and he was very loyal. That's one of the things about Joe is that when it was, when it came to a DJ, a drag queen, a piece of talent. He, once you came and you turned the party, you were coming to another party. He was rebooking you. He found you to be wonderful. And if you made his dreams come true, um, and something that he would say, you know what I mean? Like, you made my dreams come true tonight. You know, it was just one of those things. Like, most recent time that he, that I got to experience that was uh, for Pride in 2022. We did the Escapade um, boat cruise. And it had been growing every year. So the first year, you know, Chad Michaels was always his diva that was going to be on this yes. book, you know, and so because the vision of Chad as Cher, you know, turn back time in the black outfit, leather jacket, you know what I mean? And so, and we're going to be cruising past the aircraft carrier here, the USS Midway, so he needed to have that piece. So that was like the jewel that was on this. And then each year it grew. So then he took on more drag queens. He had Jasmine and Echelon, you know, the People's Queen. And then, um, as things came through last year, the theme 
was always based on some kind of a song. So Happiness, you know, uh -huh. that we played at the top of the show today. Yeah. It's Alexis Jordan's Love Happiness. That is song. really his theme song. Now we have made that his, you know, it's a tribute now to Joe. But songs like Vogue and whatnot. But Joe really latched onto because he loved music, but he would latch onto the music video, the live performance, the concert footage. So whatever it was, and if he found some spark of inspiration from it, he wanted us to bring it to the table. So last year we brought Trina Modell out, and oh, we know Trina. The Vogue number. Yes. Oh. So we did the Vogue number from 1990. Yes. You know, the Elizabeth MTV Ethan Music Awards. Renaissance. Right? And mm -hmm. so we did it with the full. We did it with dancers, Yep. and it was just this spectacular moment that happened near the end of the night. The light was perfect, lasers and all that kind of thing, and then we have you know, Trina come out as Madonna to do this. And at the end of it, he like runs over, and I'm just like, okay, are we happy? Like, is, you know, did everything go as, and he has like tears in his eyes, he's like, you made my dreams come true, you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing a really, really bad impression, but whatever. But um, it was just like those kind of moments. And so and it was like, we're gonna build on this, and we're gonna have another, pro you know, like the next year and those kind of things. And so um, it was really easy to please Joe if you gave him what he asked for. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like, that, that was like the best thing. Like, yeah, see, like we have right now the, the was he specific? Like, that. Yeah. Was he specific when he asked for something? That is. Well, I don't know in all the realms, but the thing is, is like, but when it came to this, it was. So we have to ask like Colin and, you know, other people about those other little details. But the thing is, is like, you know, that was, that was my job, was to bring something to the table that he, you know, that he wanted to see happen, and we made it happen, and it was just like this spectacular moment. But the biggest piece of gratitude at the end of the day was just seeing his face light up, so excited that we did this, you know what I mean? That this moment that we were like anticipating, you know? And so, you know, it's theater. You know, that's how this is kind of Theater. Goes. Absolutely. Yeah. When did Joe start, uh, start events? Like about eight years ago. 2014, so 2014. We're, right now, we're calling the crowd right now. Okay. So 2014 was when the, when the event started. So I can actually just go into, like, I'm going to give my little, my little side piece yeah, here. Yeah, give us your side piece. So I remember back when Joe was first starting this party thing, and so we were sitting at Daddy's Starbucks here in San Diego, who was known as Daddy's Starbucks. Now it's an ice cream shop or something. Um, <laughs> and we were sitting outside and we're talking, and I'm, like, looking at him, and we're looking at his social media and he's like, I think I want to do parties. And at this time, he was kind of flirting with this whole real estate thing. And well then do parties, Joe. Like, what do you want, what do you want to do? You have all these people that, he would put a picture on Facebook as his new profile pic and would get 750 likes in the first 20 minutes. And oh. then like 5,000 people would be sharing his photos. And it was like, it's just a face picture. It was a profile photo, but he's got that face. So, you know what I mean? Those eyes, the, the, the chin, everything else. It just, it works when it's all together. And mm -hmm. he made it work. And people were wanting to see this face. They wanted to get to know him. And then the thing was, is as people got to know him and meet him, there was warmth that was like behind the eyes. And then there was extra sustenance that they can like grab onto and they wanted to be the friend. So it just made sense for this man to throw parties. So we're sitting there and it's like, we'll throw a party, have a thing. And like, so he was um, playing with different names, you know. There was like Bulge, I think. I think that was the first one here. Uh -huh. I think I remember Bulge. Yeah, so Bulge was like the first one here at Moe's. And then yeah. like, the Dilf party happened. And it started off as a beer bust. 
down at PEX here in San Diego. Okay. And it was like a precursor to like bear night and everything else because, you know, you don't know what to do between dinner and the actual club. So he started a beer bust. Okay. It was a DILF thing. And then that evolved. He took the DILF name, trademarked, just something happened. And then all of a sudden, the relationships with the clubs, the nightclubs, the pride organizations, whatnot, they all started falling into peace. And then he had this just like beautiful legacy of like these parties where he was getting people together. And it's pretty amazing like what he did in like the span of like from 2014 to now. Less than yes. 10 years and in 19 cities, that's huge. I mean, Dilf, Dilf, the brand is known worldwide. Absolutely. I mean, people know Joe. Yeah. People know Joe. They know they know the face. They know the cigars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they know the damn daddy He was just smoking a pipe right behind us a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's the other thing, like heart cigar men, like the social, like mm. the, the social of it all. So like, there's other parts of his legacy that were like out there that he was connecting, you know, leather men. He was connecting people that were into cigar smoking and pipe smoking, that type of thing. So and he just found these little niches that needed to be filled. But like, <laughs> but you know, I'm what sure I mean? a lot of things got filled on those nights. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it was a dill party and whatnot. Okay, so we're sitting here. This is a completely different situation that you're, you're used to then I'm used to I'm I know the to, whole like, live thing is it's it's a different right it's absolutely <laughs> a trip because we're here right now there's so much energy in this bar and we have people that are like looking at us right now so I think with that and there's the people who are here do you guys have any stories we have a little like hot mic here like a boots on the ground mic situation so if you guys have a little story that you guys want to tell us about a party situation something fun. where you met Joe maybe the first time you met Joe yeah Feel but, free to come on up. But we're going to have this mic. It's just going to be open here. So if you have a story, just come on up, and then we will just stop what we're saying, and then you guys can come and, and just take the situation. And oh, right we... now, we're seeing a friend. Oh. Okay. And his T-shirt says, be excellent to each other, but let's just say something. The social media that Joe would run, it would be a hot guy or an inspirational quote. Yes. So we have a hot guy with an inspirational quote right now. Love so it. this is like perfect <laughs> for remembering Joe. Okay. Come on up. So, I don't know how long I've known Joe. It's been a while. Um, but one of the things that I would say about him is, like you said, he has expectations, but he also had expectations of himself mm -hmm. and to be excellent um, to others. He Absolutely. always wanted to be that, and he always he exemplified that. And he and I had our run-ins, but you know, the one thing about it was Joe was so encompassing he was always welcoming and he was always having fun and did you have a good time and he, even in his own home the man can make a casserole let me tell you what <laughs> Ooh, he was a cook too yeah if yeah ever had food had, yes. had his meals come on girl like mm. he could cook he made fresh ice cream like homemade ice cream okay uh, damn he made a casserole put paula dean to shame honey <laughs> and it, that was his expression. His expression was most definitely love and welcoming you in. And, you know, that those beautiful blue eyes, that smile, and that aw shucks. Aw shucks. The southern boy Aww. thing. And it was in the most positive way. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. What was Joe's birthday? What What is his sign? Colin? Colin. What was Joe's sign?
He was on the cusp of Libra and it, it, it was really as you were as you all have been talking about him and, and as I know him as a person, um, I can I can totally relate to his energy, his vibe, because I'm a Libra too, and it just feels like he just wanted everybody around him to be comfortable and to be happy and to be taken care of. And that's well, like an, ex, an intrinsic st- uh, part of being a Libra. It was, um, I mean, the thing is we can get into like the whole of, of Joe's like past and things like that. And you guys can read that on the website, you know, like where his coming out story was. But I think knowing the trauma and the adversity that he had been through coming out later in life, I think he knew the value of connection between people because he didn't feel that connection before he came out you know what I mean and then all of a sudden he's out and he's around these people and there was like a hunger to be in like a dance party situation and be in front of people be laughing smiling hugging people that was Joe you know what I mean and so I think that that's one of the reasons why maybe you kind of like feel that like his like Mm -hmm. little this cuspy the, the Libra Scorpio thing is is, is kind of thing you know um, I'm married to a Scorpio mm. and so I know how that situation can be it can be very <laughs> intense and it can also be very gratifying mm. um, <laughs> so wait if he was on the cusp so he must be like October 22nd or 21st right around there what was his birthday Colin 23rd October 23rd I'm the 19th oh my gosh you yeah, are so tuned see, in I feel like I know him already personally see mm. and that's the thing is, is that you know people do like they people um, we heard earlier today one of one of Joe's really good friends Bill talking about how you know he was being called his best friend and the next person you know he would introduce as this is my other best friend Keith this is my other best friend you know and the thing is, is and so he would say that but when you were with him you were his best friend when you had a connect, when you had a contact, when you got that text message, the random text message about some crazy outlandish idea, like it was like you snapped right in. Like you, you know, there was a point there where we probably didn't talk for like two years, just because of life. You know, mm-hmm. life does something. There was no like grand thing. You know, phone works both ways, and we just were doing our own life, life things. But you would come back together, and it was like you didn't skip a beat. We're best friends again. You were like. Let's let's have dinner. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, and you can like sh- speak shorthand. He's one of those kind of people, so which is pretty beautiful. Just an all-around cool guy. I'm, you know, he's definitely been an icon in this community, a trailblazer in the industry itself. And you know, I think it's so appropriate that we're all here today for him. I think this is exactly what he would want for us to celebrate. I think so. Like the fact that we get to like make a really big deal and keep on saying Joe Whitaker's name <laughs> is kind of fun. Like, because usually it's like the Dilf party. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to go to Dilf tonight, blah, blah, blah. But it, like now it's like Joe Whitaker. Let's talk about the man. Let's talk about his legacy. Let's talk about the things that he did and the things that we can like take with us into the future. Because, you know, you've been tagged on old things. And like Facebook really does a really nice thing with this. It could be also a very hurtful thing with their memories mm. that they like give you and you're like, I don't want to see that, you know? But then there's other times when you see like, oh, I was tagged in this inspirational quote or I was tagged in this party flyer and like memories just like whoosh right back in, you know? What is one of your favorite memories Okay. Joe? So this is what happened. This wasn't too long ago. <laughs> uh, in October, we were in Orlando for Pride and this is at the end of like two nice evening successful parties. We had Meatball there. We had Jada from Drag Race. I mean, like Joe was pulling it all out. We had GSP, T-Don. We had all these DJs. 
and have a great time. We get back to our hotel later that evening. And I'm sitting out there with Meatball and we're waiting for drinks. And our bartender was very Florida. <laughs> so our bartender was not very sober. <laughs> and our bartender really didn't know what was going on. There was a few points where she like fell asleep standing up. Like she was like talking and she'd like nod off and be right back. You know what I mean? Like, and like she would go underneath to grab a glass and disappear for two minutes and then come back up and she would just nowhere. So me and Meepo have now been sitting down here waiting for drinks for about a good 25 minutes. Mm. In walks Colin and then right behind him is Joe's little bulldog self. And they come to sit down with us. So, yep, yeah, but we'll take a double vodka, blah, 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 blah. Like, so we're now waiting for drinks, and this woman is not with it. Other people come. She's now intentionally not serving us. And you can just see Joe just start to slowly get bigger. Like, <laughs> he's like four foot nothing. But then all of a sudden, he's like 18 feet tall because you can see, like, the indignation and everything coming out of his body. Because we're now, I mean, we've been there three days this is after like the the tea dance we've had two nighttime parties and it's just like you get back to the hotel and you just want to drink you want that like a lobby martini is my kink it's a thing um but like he just was growing in his seat and then all of a sudden he's like standing on top of the bar thing and just like <laughs> no the she eats come back down here and i'm gonna call the with the diamond desk i'm gonna call the diamond desk and it was just like this whole thing like I've never seen Joe read, you know what I mean? Like, you've never seen, like, Joe, like, be that person, and he became that person. Mm. And it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing the little bulldog come out. You know, it's not just cute, like, blue eyes and, like, hey, here's a cigar. How you doing, my best friend? No, it was not that. It was, where are these motherfucking drinks, you stupid bitch? But it was, like, <laughs> it was that energy, but he didn't say it like that. <laughs> Okay. So that's a, that's a favorite story. Aw. And it's really nice, you know, this uh, slideshow that Colin had sent over me to put together, it just, he had, he lived a really full life. It really? seems like he was always doing something. I see zip lining happening. I see horseback riding happening. I'm sure there was some bareback riding <laughs> happening from time to time. Absolutely. <laughs> And then the thing is, is you guys can't hear like some of these things, like we're watching a zipline right now, but there's another footage of here. And I encourage you guys to look on Colin's social media of Joe singing the Shania karaoke Shania Twain. Man, I feel like a woman. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was listening to it earlier when I was testing out the video and I had it up and it was, it was great. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> the thing is, he knows every single word. He's doing his cowboy sway, which I know a lot of his friends know. Like, it's just like, it's the way that he would dance. It's the way this little meatball would move. You know what I mean? And so, you know, one hand would usually be like in a pocket uh -huh. or as other people said earlier, we down the pants, and then uh. the other hands in the air, and this is the <laughs> dance. And so, and you'll see it sometimes in these, and it's just, you know, it's adorable, you know. So it's just when you have that time to like, you know, you're known as the ultimate dilf, this daddy, this leather man, and that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, it's like you let down his hair, and he's singing, "Man, I feel like a woman." <laughs> it just sounds like a really grounded individual. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't sing that song? I, I mean, who doesn't feel like a woman from time to time? I know I do. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All baldy. <laughs> Does anybody else want to share a story about when they first met Joe or a favorite story with Joe? Come on up. Ooh, we have another story coming up. Is that Max? That's Max. That's Max. Max is on the mic. There you are. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, 
When I first met Joe, it was here at Uncle Mo's, and we were starting DILF for the first time, what, eight years ago or something like that. And the thing that I've always loved about Joe was his generosity of spirit. Um, flash forward five years later, and we're in like 10 different cities, and we're having a, a great night in Los Angeles. You know, there's like 500 people out there. And he pulls me aside and he says, we did it, you know, we we finally did it. We made this happen, you know. And I was just so honored that he shared that with me. I mean, I'm just a stupid DJ, you know. But, you know, he really shared that generosity and that spirit with me, you know. And um, I'll be forever grateful for that. And I'll love him and miss him always. So, that's the thing is, is that he, like, it was DJ Max Bruce who just came up and um, who meant a great deal to Joe. Was on a lot of parties, you know, like all the LA things. And like I said earlier, it was that loyalty and that thing of like, we created a success together. Let's recreate the success and let's push it even further. And I think that's what he was doing with his parties, with the legacy, with, with you know, with the DJs that he had. You know, that you see that, you know, like last year on this boat, we had like, Max on there and Kitty Glitter and it was just like it was a big family that he was building in this club land you know that we each have our own tribe when it comes to you know our gay life our gay world you know and when you're coming out as queer you're coming out as trans whatnot but you find your people and Joe was one of those people who found his people and then kept finding more and kept adding to the tribe so eventually it was like you don't have five people on your team he's got 500 in the room that are all there kind of towards the same goal of just having a great time let's let our hair down and let's leave it all here on the dance floor they all had a part in his big show absolutely and i love that about him and his it, the way he is a promoter some some promoters are different than others but it seems like joe really took into consideration and, and was very thoughtful when it came to the idea of the music versus the venue, the decoration, the entertainment. It was all so well planned out and it worked so well together. It was the, it was the sharing the success with the others. Because the thing is, is getting to the process of a party sometimes <laughs> was crazy. I mean, oh. the thing is, is we have, we have stories here of like, where is the iPad? Where is the charge cord? <laughs> Colin, where are those tickets? You know, it's those kind of things that you're just like, you knew that that was coming down the oh, line. Yeah. Oh, we, were, we would be sitting somewhere eating before a party because, you know, you got to eat something before things start. And he's got a laptop, an iPad, two phones, uh, you know, <laughs> and then, like, somebody else's bag next to him. And he, somebody will come over and say hello, and he takes off, and all the stuff is sitting there. So then me, as my worry self, I'm just sitting there like, okay, let's watch all of his belongings because uh -huh. we're in Florida. <laughs> like, it's going to walk. <laughs> that bartender is going to come just, over here. But it was the trust. You know what yeah. I mean? It was a trust in everybody that was around, that everybody was kind of motivated towards the same end goal and that there wasn't somebody there that was going to take your iPad. But somebody's going to find his iPad for him. Right. Yeah, it was that. Of course. Aw. So, any other stories today as we're. We have here time talking? for a couple others. If anybody wants to get in here, come on over. Okay, we have another. Is good that friend. Aaron? Hi, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to sit. Okay. I might not be able to hear Okay. Hi, lover. Hi. This is kind of a. We've done this before, Glitz. I know, it's been a hot minute. 
it has been on. But it was actually right here. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. In front of a bar that used to be here, The right? old Copa bar, yes. And we used to get shots. Yes. Chris Shaw, thank oh, you very much. I, I, I miss. Said, she said yes. No. Yep, yep. He said she Let's said. has been on that a couple of times. A couple of times when Ophelia couldn't get out of bed. Well, who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's she? We're talking about Joe. Yeah. How much we love Joe. There's a lot of love here for him. So I'll, I'll mention the very first time that I met Joe was in 2010. Um, so I was doing an event, and I was the guy that was selling the tickets for a charity event. If there's one thing that everybody should know about Joe is that he was very philanthropic. He loved charity. And I think he got a lot of that because he didn't, um, he didn't want anybody to feel there was not a place for them. And so particularly youth, which is why the Sunburst Youth Housing Project was so important to him. He wanted everybody to have a home. And so when I first met him, I was the guy that was selling tickets, like jello shot type guy at a pool party for uh, raising money for a youth services organization. And he said, I love what you guys are doing. Where are you from? And I said, well, I work at the San Diego LGBT Community Center. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's so great. I, he had not moved here to San Diego yet. And um, I said, well, let me tell you about my organization. And it was because of that that I built a friendship with Joe along because I had known Rich for, for many years. Rich was a, a, a wonderful donor to the center and he allowed us to do these things at his pool parties and Joe was new in town. He was fresh meat, big hunkin' muscly daddy that everybody was like, <laughs> yeah, that's the one we want. And um, we're like, you know what? I'm, this, there's a little more depth to this guy than just being you know, pretty and muscles and, and there absolutely was. And I think that one of the things that I cherish about the friendship that I've had with Joe for the last 13 years is that that part of him never changed. He was always so generous of his time, of his brand, of his money, of, of making sure that the community was taken care of. He always wanted to make sure that the community was taken care of. He didn't get a lot of that back where he lived in Alabama. So, you know, when you come to your new home in San Diego and this is what you embrace, you, you love everybody so much, which is why he loved everybody so much. He always told everybody, I love you. I love you. That's what he did hugging people just like bill said in his speech it's like you know everybody was his best friend and he wanted everybody to feel so connected and together and he made sure that organizations like the center and like sunburst were able to continue to offer the services that they offered because he always donated and he did it because he wanted to not because he felt obligated or he wanted to make sure that there was something on a poster that said this is a donation. He did it because he wanted to. And for that, that was our connection. Our connection was how he cared so much about others that you wouldn't think a promoter and the environment that we're talking about 
um, would care. Mm. So I, I, I will always love him for that. And yes, we were very, very close. Um, but it was, that was always our bond because we had this sort of social service, philanthropic, community giving connection that I never lost because of him. And I don't think he ever lost because of what he felt like we did here in San Diego and what he was able to do with his parties. Mm. So, no. Thank you for sharing, Aaron. Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, with that, we have about 10 minutes. We're going to break down this little podcast so we can make room for our first entertainer for you all. Um, we have the amazing Chad Michaels coming up along with Hello. Paris. Sukomi Max is going to be joining us over here on the main stage. And then right after that, we'll start our tea dance on the patio. And Max will be spinning and I'll be performing with Kixie Vixen Styles. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be a whole thing. So we're going to turn the room. We're going to turn the party. We are going to turn this into a place of love, of connection, of dancing. You guys are going to probably hear this Alexis Jordan song, Happiness, a couple times this evening and make sure that you guys put your hands in the air and just completely let that song wash over you. Um, this has been an amazing time with you, Blitz. I really appreciate you having me here and then also just the rest of the friends and everybody that are here. Um, want to tell you guys about some things that are going to be coming up, so just do keep your eyes peeled. Um, Colin is going to be taking that legacy, that tribute of the Escapade Cruises the, awesome. uh, for the Pride Party. And uh, he's going to be putting that back together for us this year. So make sure you guys keep your eyes peeled. Get those tickets. They're going to be available on Eventbrite. Look at his social media, and you guys will get the links on there. But um, So the Escapade Party, we are going to be trying to bring that back this year. So do look for it. Do support it. And... Uh, also, just thank you guys all so much for coming out this afternoon. Uh, as Aaron did say that they are taking donations for the yes. Sunburst Youth at the LGBT Center. So those who are in-house right now, if you guys see those QR codes here and there, that's an easy way for you guys to just scan, make a quick donation in Joe's name. Uh, and we'll probably put that on our socials and the descriptions for this podcast and whatnot. But Sounds um, amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for having all of us. We really appreciate this. Thank you for being here, D'Angelo. I appreciate yeah. you. This just shows, well, thank you. We appreciate you so much, Glitz Glam. And the Church of Glam and GGTV, Moe's, Krishal, everybody here. This has been a wonderful experience um, that you guys even shut everything down for us just to give everybody this safe space to feel their feelings, um, whatever they may be. So thank you guys so much for all that you guys do for the community. And this just is a, it's a blessing to have Moe's and have you guys here. So thank you. I can't add anything else to that. It was fabulous. <laughs> all right, y'all, we're going to shut this down, move this on the way out, and we're going to get some drag queens up here for you. Until next time, GDV. Good night from the lower level. <laughs> Damn, girl. Is that the end already? Sheesh. Time flies when you're having fun. Want to join us live? Meet our cast and special guests. Have your say on this very podcast? Well, join our live studio audience. Sundays, 12 noon, live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar & Grill. Be part of the community like never before. Hillcrest, see you next time. Good night from the lower level.